Well, hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. I am so pumped for today's conversation. Seriously, like, oh, my gosh. I'm so excited because we're talking with Kevin Sorbo. Let me tell you what. I love his movies. If you've ever seen God's Not Dead, Soul Surfer, Let There Be Light, any of these incredible features, you know Mr. Kevin. He's incredible. And today we're talking about his new release of Left Behind. If you've ever read Jerry Jenkins' books or seen the Kirk Cameron movies or even seen the Nicolas Cage reboot, here's the next one in the series with Mr. Kevin Sorbo. He was the original Hercules, and my gosh, he is a patriot that loves God, loves his country, and loves putting good media out in the world. So I pray that this conversation blesses you, and we just had the best time. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Let's dive right in. Well, Mr. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us on Faith and Friends today. I am so excited to talk about just all the things. I got a lot of good stuff to talk about, let alone the movie we're here to talk about, which is Left Behind, which opens next month. But uh, go ahead, hit me up and we'll see what we can Come on, let's just go there. I'm so excited and I'm so grateful because the Left Behind series is such a special treasure. I truly believe to this side of heaven of just what Jerry Jenkins has created. And then I have just done a little bit of research and found out that you worked alongside Dallas. And obviously Mr. Dallas has just done incredible things. And I think it's so incredible how God brings his kingdom people together to further advance the kingdom truly like his commission says to bring heaven to earth to go and make disciples of all nations and you were doing that and so you left hollywood because you were done and i'm to this point i'm 23 trying to figure out life and i'm done because i see the evil and god wants us to bring good things to this side of heaven to draw his people back to him and so tell me about all the good things about how you're living a life without compromise and you want to put beauty into this world so tell me all about that well, you know what? You know what's interesting. I, I've always been a Christian. I've always been a conservative. Um, vocal about it when I need to be. I, w- I wouldn't be yeah. like like when I'd be on these movie sets and TV sets where the anger from the left and the liberals and then and would just come out. And I would usually talk to these people individually instead mm-hmm. of making the big scene they just made on set. And so, yeah. why do you feel this way? Or what's you know what? Why do you have a problem with someone who has a different point of view? Blah blah blah. Well, it got to a point where with social media, where I was posting things that weren't inflammatory, just posting the truth. Yeah. You know, a little love, oh, yeah. little kindness, a little laughter, a little, little <laughs> faith and freedom. And um, my wife told me, you know, you're going to get in trouble for this. And I said, well, why? Why can't I have a point of view? Well, sure enough, about 11 years ago, my manager and agent called me in and said, we can't work with it anymore. Wow. I went, why? And I said, well, because, you know, the studios, they don't like the fact that you're conservative. And I'm going, this is amazing. You guys have for decades been screaming about tolerance. And yet you have no tolerance whatsoever. It's a one-way street. And we all know that. I mean, they are beyond hypocritical in the things they say and the things they do. Um, they they really are the mantra of do as I say and not as I do. You can see what Governor Newsom says, wear yeah. a mask. Well, he can go to restaurants and have a party with 40 people, not have a mask on. So it's just ridiculous. So um, they basically booted me out. But, you know, I've been in the business a long time. I started um, actually before I was your age. I've been in a long time. I'm old <laughs> now, so it sucks. But anyway, <laughs> it, it, um, it, it, it really pointed me in a different direction. And I said, I love the business. I'm going to keep doing what I got to do. Um, you mentioned Dallas Jenkins. Dallas called me up. We were friends. We were kind of almost neighbors in California. They left before we did, and we left. And now they they were in Chicago at his church for a long time, and now he's down in Dallas, of course, doing The Chosen. But here's my connection with Dallas, not just because our wives are good friends and all that, and kids are the same ages. What happened was he sent me a script called What If. Mm-hmm. He goes, read the script. Tell me what you think about it. And I read it. I called him back right away. I said, Dallas, 
I need to play this part of Pastor Ben. He goes, I, I said, dude, I can't afford you. And mm. I said, I said, I don't care. He goes, this is a really low budget, though. I said, I don't care. Yeah. This this so is good. one of the best scripts I've ever read in my life. So he shot What If. It's the same writers that did God's Not Dead. Two years later, did God's Not Dead, which was a massive hit. But the mm-hmm. reality is, What If in my book is a better movie. And I can say that because it's the same writers. Yeah. And um, I think wow. they should issue it because a lot of people don't know about it. So I t- highly recommend people see What If. I mean, I've done over 70 movies, and that movie's easily in my top three. Wow. So then you come back all these years later, and I get called from the Left Behind guy. I say, look. We're going to do the next Left Behind movie. We did the last one seven years ago with, with Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. People went nuts on us. I said, why do you book Nicolas Cage in the role of Raymond Steele? It should be Kevin Sorbo. Right, so right. They out of Toronto. So they called me up. And I said, I was flattered by all the fans that wanted this to happen. So we got the script. We uh, worked on it. The writers went and yet worked on it again. We shot it last year at this time. Mm-hmm. It is now coming out. It's done. It's completed. I directed it. I play the Raymond Steele character in it as well. It's opening in theaters January 26th. I recommend people go to leftbehindmovie.com, leftbehindmovie.com. Um, they'll get information on where it's screening in their town when it opens in January. Also get to see a, a wonderful uh, trailer of it. Um, like any movie in the faith-based realm, we don't have $100 million like they right. do for James Cameron's avatar to mm-hmm. promote, promote, and promote. We need word of mouth. And that's what happened on God's Not Dead, certainly, where everybody has talked about it. We need that again to happen to Left Behind. Thank God there's a built-in audience because they sold 80 million copies. And there's my connection with Dallas. His father, Jerry Jenkins, yeah. Mr. LaHaye, wrote those books. So um, it's like full circle for me. And I, I just hope that people check out this movie. It's wonderful. So please yeah. check it out. Absolutely. And I really believe like we need this message. And, you know, Um, God's word says we don't know the day or the hour, but my gosh, open your eyes and look at the seasons. Like, hello, things are just a little crazy. Okay. So, Georgie, you just hit hit on something I talk about, the day and the hour. I did a documentary documentary called Before the Wrath. It deals Mm -hmm. with that exact topic. Okay. Yeah. It was the number one documentary. I narrated it. Uh, It's the number one documentary on Amazon for five months last year. Wow. So I tell people, please check out Before the Wrath. I just did another one with these guys that's coming out next summer. This one deals with The Last Supper. And I love Mm. this title. It's called Eating with the Enemy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I hope people will check this out. And a good place to go is sorbostudios.com. Sorbostudios.com. My wife and I emerged together with our with our websites there. She's a a pro homeschool advocate. She speaks around the country, has books on it. So um, she's also in the Left Behind movie. Uh, My son Braden's in it. We got Corbin Burnson in it. We, we got Bailey Chase in it. We got uh, Neil McDonough. We got a great cast. Greg Perot, mm-hmm. Sarah Fisher, as you mentioned. We got a wonderful, wonderful movie here. So uh, please go to SorboStudios.com for more information as well. Absolutely. And so what hope do you have to just share with my generation of people that are kind of maybe lukewarm during this hour of like, oh, I believe in God, like whatever. Like, I don't need no. to worry about that. I'm in the culture and just kind of riding the fence. You know, it's been interesting for me. I mean, I've done movies, What If, God's Not Dead, uh, Let There Be Light, um, Soul Surfer, um, Abel's Field. I've done all these movies, and I get stopped by people all the time. Now, I I played Hercules for seven years on TV. It was the most watched TV show in the world back from 93 to 2000. Then I did Andromeda. People stop me for that still, but 80% of the time people say, hey, Please make more movies like God's Mm -hmm. Not Dead and Let There Be Light. This is what people want. There's 80 million homes in America that want this. And Hollywood, because of its ideology and hatred towards conservatives, especially towards Christians, won't make these movies anymore. And you see what they're doing. 
Mm -hmm. um, back in the 1950s, Walt Disney said movies and television will influence our youth. Well, they certainly are influencing our youth. Mm -hmm. I look at your age groups, the 18 to 30 year olds voted 67 percent voted Democrat, voted liberal, voted far, far left. They believe that communism is better than um, capitalism, which is unbelievable to me. Yeah. And I keep telling people, nobody's taking boats from Key West to Cuba. Nobody's mm -hmm. rushing the Mexican border to get into Mexico. There's reasons for that. Right. So they need to wake up. But what I find wonderful is the people that come up to me that are atheists or agnostic and say, you know what? I saw this movie or that movie. Years. I don't think the way you do, but I found the movie kind of cool. Well, that's to me is a win. Just, yes. just check it out. I tell people all the time, you're afraid to ask your, your, your agnostic friend to church because, oh, there's church people there. I don't want to go because they have this mm -hmm. preset idea. But ask them to come to a movie. That's right. It's a whole different thing to ask them to come to a movie. So I hope people will do yeah. that because it's, it's, we, we do have a battle on our hand and the, yeah. the devil is winning big time and laughing the whole way um, yeah. to the, to the soulless bank out there. <laughs> and we need to get people to jump on board here. Jesus walked the road, less traveled to borrow mm -hmm. a title from Mr. Frost poem. I believe you're on that road. I'm on that road. We need, yep. we need to turn the road, less traveled into a super highway. And that's my goal yeah. with the movies that I do. Yeah. Because you're planting seeds all along your way. Yeah to truly meet your creator face to face. And you're giving everybody on this side of glory an opportunity to come with you. And we're just showing them him, right? Can I tell you through these movies, I've had pastors stop me all the time through airport law, you know, hotel lobbies, whatever yeah. saying, you know what, the work you do, you reach so many people. And I go, yeah, but I, you know, he says, I, you know, people said, I got a small church. I don't care how big your church is. Yep. Come on. We, every, it took a drop of water to start the oceans. And we need people to be part of that, part of that ocean build. And we need churches to work together because too many pastors forget that they work for government. They work for God, not for government. Come too on. many are working for government and they don't want to work together either, which is weird to me. You need to work together, churches. We got a battle on our hands. And we're, we're right now we're getting our butts kicked. And we need to get out there and get the word out there. So um, I got to throw in this real quick. My wife and I sponsored a trip. Uh, we hosted a trip to Israel back in 2019. We're going mm -hmm. again in May of 2023. And I would love people to join us, to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. It's an amazing, amazing uh, place to go. It's a bucket list place. Uh, if you go to sorboisraeltrip.com, sorboisraeltrip.com, I think we got 20 spots left open of the 60. So please jump on board. It's unbelievable. I was just there in last May, this May of this year. I did a documentary on the Ark of the Covenant and Tabernacle. Mm, wow. And um, it's great. And then I did one a few years ago with John Lennox. If you don't know John Lennox, he's, a, he's an apologist. He's debated great atheists like Dawkins and Hitchens and Singer. It's called... Um, it's called Against the Tide, because trust me, we are against the tide. Yes, so Against the Tide, Proving God in a World of Science. I call it for apologetics for dummies like me. So I hope <laughs> people will check it out. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, documentary. Well, Mr. Kevin, you may see me there. That is right up I, my well, alley. I, I want you to join us. You'll I have a blast. I would love to. Yeah, that would right. be incredible. And you go and online and check it out. That's right. And it was Sorbo what.com? Sorboisraeltrip.com. Sorboisraeltrip.com. Absolutely. Well, I have one final question for you. And sure. when you were young and yeah. the Lord really placed on your heart that you wanted to do acting and go into this industry, was it for you at first? Oh, sure. It was. I was 11 years old. I mean, yeah. I knew at 11, I went to, I went to see the Merchant of Venice at the Guthrie Theater. I'm from Minnesota. The Guthrie Theater is a very famous theater in Minneapolis. A lot of plays start there before going to Broadway, like the Lion King and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, it was Shakespeare. I was 11. I don't know what the heck they're saying because it was Shakespeare and I was 11. Right. So, uh, <laughs> but I was mesmerized by the actors on stage. Yeah. Um, but I knew that, 
that I wanted to act. I knew that that's the road I wanted to follow. You know, I was a jock. I was a football, basketball, baseball guy. So yeah. uh, we made fun of the kids in the drama classes, but I wanted to be there. I was like a closet thespian. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, in college, I came out of that closet, so to speak, but I, um, but, but initially, yeah, it was for me. And uh, I think, I think as I got older, um, I mean, I was I was blessed at 14 years old to have the hand of the Reverend Billy Graham touch my head and say a prayer for me. I met him at, wow. a, at a convention that I was at. Uh, he, we had a wonderful chat. Um, they did a book in his honor and they had me do the publicity on it and travel the country and promote the book, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So um, it's I've always had faith. I've always had faith. Yeah. But it's it's those roadblocks in life that we're all going to hit. Everybody's got a right. story. It's the roadblocks in life that we're all going to hit us, um, you know. If you've had faith, then maybe you never needed to use faith until that time. Right. But it's easy to blame God for bad things in life. Mm-hmm. But people forget to, uh, to to thank him for all the good things in life because uh, God never promised an easy life. And we're all going to hit roadblocks. And we're all going to, how are you going to react to that? In reality is, I say, yeah, cue the Michael Jackson song. It's always that person in the mirror you got to look at and right. uh, and uh, really talk things over with yourself and with God because um We'll, we'll, we'll have a better life and we know what's happening down the road, but in, th- in this life right now, you know, you got to fight through the bad times. You got to fight through the good times, you know, and then you got to fight through the failures because the only way to have success on, on this, on this world right now is through failure. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's just so beautiful to me to see that he placed all those dreams on your heart as from a yeah. young child, even before you were born, he crafted that heart. And then as you just grew with him, he changed your desires to just truly just chase after him. And it's just made such a difference for this generation. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for your yes on the table and for all the films to come. And I can't wait to check out all the things. And so we need to check out Fathom Events and to go see this in theaters to invite our friends, maybe those that wouldn't even step into a church. And so thank you so much, Mr. Kevin. And I My hope pleasure. to talk soon. And you better bring all your friends when it comes out. Yes. No, you know, I will. I'm so excited. Tell your church. <laughs> That's right. Get the you know whole what? youth group together. Here, here's the thing. Theater owners don't care what they show. That's they true. want to sell popcorn and sodas. Yep. If we have a big hit opening weekend, we need people to fill those theaters every screening opening weekend. Yeah. If that happens, they'll keep it going. Mm-hmm. They'll keep it going. Trust me. They they don't care. It admits they want to sell popcorn. So um, let's make this thing a hit and let them sell their popcorn. That's right. They're about the money, but we're about the message. That's right. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Kevin. You have a blessed day. You too. Thank you so much. Well, friends, you heard Mr. Kevin. Let's head on out to the movies this next week to go see Left Behind. I'm so excited for this release, and I cannot wait to see the impact that it's going to have on this side of glory. So y'all, tell your friends, tell your grandmama, tell your church, tell your youth group, tell your soccer team, tell everybody you know, and post it on social media if you do go. That would be incredible. I shouldn't say if. I should say when you do go. So I would just love to take a second to intercede on behalf of Sorbo Studios and this film and all that was involved. So let's join together and lift this up to our Father. Lord God, we just enter your gates with praise and thanksgiving. And I thank you so much for the sweet moments that we had with Mr. Kevin today. I just pray over this film that he had a part of, Left Behind God. I pray for each and every 
actor that was a part of this, the crew, Lord, and as this goes out into the world, to theaters, to streaming, as it goes into the days to come, God, I just pray that each and every person that watches this would be blessed, that they would feel the Holy Spirit and just have conviction in their soul to know that they need you, they need a Savior as we go into these last days and get closer and closer and closer to seeing Jesus face to face. So Lord God, I just thank you for all that you are doing through Sam and Mr. Kevin and all of these incredible movies. And I just pray that there would be a more amazing media like this out there where goodness would come out into the world and beauty would be shown, all pointing back to you, our creator. And so may this message spread to the nations, Lord God, and we trust you in advance as you do so. And we thank you for who you are. Lord God, be with my friends as they go throughout this week. And I just pray they know how loved and valued they are in this new year. Lord God, we love you. And it's in your son's holy and perfect name that we pray. Amen. Friends, thanks for joining me. I cannot wait to go to the movies next week and see this and then hang out next week for our next conversation. You don't want to miss it. I am so grateful for you. And friend, don't forget, there's a song on your heart only you can sing. Your voice is important.